0: I'm very excited today for the guests that we have on, but before we get into the guests, I wanted to give some housekeeping items. One, I wanted to say thank everyone for the reviews that you guys have been leaving on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate that. And also, you know what? We want to ask a favor of our listeners today. We want to ask a favor. Now, we've had a lot of people listening to the show and what we wanted to do today is if you have had a show that you've listened, if you're a current listener and you listen to us pretty frequently, what we're asking that share our show with someone. If you have a friend, family member, someone that you have think of and you've heard of one of the shows that really resonated with you, send them that show. And if you've already sent a show to someone, send it to another person. What we wanna do is, as you all know, the goal of this show is to change the complexion of wealth. And we're hoping that we can have a small piece in the part of you growing your wealth. And so with that, if you can share these episodes, if you're finding value in them, then that would mean the world to us. And we ask that of our community today. So now that we got that today, we are going to be joined by my good friends and the people that I look up to, the Chalekians. So if you guys, the listeners that do not know who the Chalekians are, by the end of this episode, you'll be following them on social media and hanging out, wanting to hang out with them just as much as I do. So without further ado, I want to welcome Alex and Rosa Chalekian to the show.
1: Thank you, Emlyn.
0: Hey, Emlyn. How are you, sir? Doing great. Doing great, man. How are you two? How are you two doing? We're alive.
1: You're alive. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to me that I grant you that honor. But Yes, yes. We're I- great. I'm exhausted. We just came back from vacation. So taking a couple of days, you know, you take a vacation and you come back and you're swamped playing catch up. So Friday's is usually my day off, but I've been on the phone the last three hours. So it's been exhausting. But I'm glad we got a little break to get to chat with you.
2: Yeah, the yes. fun never ends over
0: <laughs> We got to start with a little introduction. I usually don't say introductions and I just kind of let people tell their story. So I just want people to know a little bit more about you. So first we will get to the vacation because it looked absolutely phenomenal, by the way. I was jealous. I wanted to be there with you guys, but we had just come back from vacation and I was going through all the stuff you're talking about right now. This last week was just, oh,
2: God. Yeah, we crossed paths at LAX. Yeah? <laughs> yes,
0: yes, briefly. <laughs> we could have recorded in the airport That out of it. The moment I saw your
1: post, I was like, oh my God, Evelyn's <laughs> here.
0: Yeah, m- might've been a little loud, but, uh, but we could have ah. it. It's LA, right? So tell the listeners a little bit about you, Alex, your
2: firm, what you guys do. Tell us, just, just so people know. Yeah, so I've been an advisor for 23 plus years now. Our firm, Lake Avenue Financial, is an RIA based out of Pasadena, California, doing comprehensive wealth management something that all the other advisors are familiar with. We've had this firm, we started back in 2014 with the RIA. Uh, as I said, I've been in the industry for a long time. Rosa and I work together. She's the boss at the office as well as at home. So I got my hands full pretty much.
1: Someone needs to keep you on check.
2: Yeah, I guess so. There's
1: a reason why you still are in the business. So
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Rosa's driving the business there, that's it. Yeah, listen, at the end of the day, The fact that I've had this practice for so many years, they are the lifeblood. Rosa, the rest of the team takes care of everything for the most part, which is it's been built by design in that regards. And I couldn't do it without them.
1: Oh, I'm glad you recognize that. Are you just yeah. saying that? I, I'm saying that because
2: that <laughs> recording this. so that, that's, Right. Uh, we're, so we're, yeah,
0: we're recording. He knows exactly what to say. So when you start feeling something, he says, listen, I said it there. Just yeah, play I, it. I said, you can hear it. I appreciate yes, it. Yes, yes,
2: exactly. When I go to court and I have to
0: play this stuff, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the firm in the tech, because I know one of the things that you love is the makeup of your firm, the people that you have working there. You always yeah, are, our, our
2: team is a very diverse team which is something that I really appreciate being Armenian myself and Rosa's a Mexican. We have members from, you know, it's like the United Nations at our mm-hmm. office pretty much. So it's how I'd like to keep it. Our clients really appreciate that, enjoy. They can work with a certain people or they feel more comfortable. For example, if we have Hispanic clients and sometimes they want to just explain something in Spanish, it's easier for Rosa to communicate with them or me and Armenian or whatever it may be. So that's kind of the makeup of the firm, something that I really, really like and will continue as we grow the firm to keep that going. I love that because I always hear people talk
0: about diversity, but you're not talking about it. Diversity is like an experience. It's who you are, right? Even in your relationship, it's who you are, right? It's It's
1: implementing it, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so I love to see it there. And so you guys work together, right? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Most of the time. Yeah, we try.
0: We try. (laughs) So, I mean, that's an interesting dynamic. And we got to dive into that a little bit as much as you want to share. But I definitely want to talk about that because it's something that we've talked about, you know, and I think I've said that before. We talked about bringing Maddie into the firm and having her be the boss. And then we work for, you know, just kind of work, do what she says. It'd probably be better that way. But
2: did you hear what you said? Though? Yes. She yeah. would be the boss. Yeah. I, so just, I hope you heard what you said. I heard that. I'll, I'll edit that out later, but yeah. You know, uh,
1: I don't like how this is going. That edit button's like just benefiting both of you. So
0: edit that out. We got to get that. Out. Talk about it a little bit.
1: So it didn't start that way. Obviously, when I started working for Alex, we weren't in a relationship. So I think things were better back then. There's definitely pros and cons being married and working together. But I think what gives him or allows him to sleep at night is knowing that there's no one he can trust other than me. Because it's very difficult. Anyone can come in, you know, and try to steal clients or just not work in our best interest. But As much as he and I try to kill one another or don't agree 100% of the time, I'm not even going to say that 99.9 anymore. It's like 100% of the time we disagree, but we...
2: See, I agree with that. So (laughs) (laughs) champion. Oh, thanks. (laughs) So 99.9.
1: But we're both working towards achieving a better future for our family. So at least we are both have the same goal in mind. So it's not easy. We argue every single day. There's not one day that something doesn't go wrong or he doesn't agree with me. But at the end of the day, I tell him, you have me here for a reason and you just have to let me do my job. So he tries to override it, but I'm like, you're going to do it or I quit. And <laughs> and he's fired me too. And then three many days times. later, many times. And then three days later, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm <laughs> like, and I make him suffer. So I say, I'm taking a month off. Oh, man. And then you realize what I really am to the firm.
2: Oh, man. See, cause, She's a keeper, huh? Yeah.
0: Because yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm hearing that. I'm like, I'm thinking about just a regular, you know, because I mean, no one has regular marital fights. That doesn't happen. But I could just imagine a regular marital fight with my wife and I. And then we get
2: into yeah, listen, getting to work the next day, that'd be, oh man. Well, that's the thing. You're <laughs> pretty much with each other 24 hours a day, which mm-hmm. as much as we drive each other crazy sometimes, both of us, at least, or I'll speak for yeah, myself. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, um... I'll speak for myself. I would have been <laughs> no other way. If she wasn't working with me, I'd miss her. What are you doing? What's going on? Blah, 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 and so on and so forth. But it's interesting to kind of help with the dynamics even before the pandemic, I had changed the schedule to where Mondays and Fridays, I was working from home. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, I would be in the office where we did client meetings and so forth. So I tried to do some of the non-client stuff on Mondays and Fridays, kind of prepping for the week and then catching up and Zoom meetings or other things. And then after the pandemic, it became every single day was working from home. But the difference being now, not only was Rosa home, but also the kids were at home as Mm -hmm. well, right? So Mm -hmm. everybody was in the house. So there's a little bit different. And it was not until maybe three months ago that was yeah. like, yeah, you got to go. January. <laughs> yeah, January, January. She's like, you like, got go to go to the office.
1: We even talked about construction. We obviously had to adapt just like everyone else, bring our furniture here, bring our desk to get situated. And I was just tired of Alex telling everybody, oh, I'm going to be in a Zoom. We can't talk. We can't walk. We can't. I was like, I have to cook life just doesn't revolve around Alex Trilakian, <laughs> at least not in this house. So I said, you got to go. You want quiet space? I'm like, go to the office. There's no one there to bug you.
2: So yeah. Well, Anyways, we decided to go back to that schedule. So Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, I'm now back in the office. Thank but Mondays God. and Fridays, I work from home.
1: And when he's here, I'm usually not here on Mondays and Fridays. Yeah. So I usually, it's when I do my hiking. So I try to avoid him as much as I can. And then it works out that way.
0: I think about it like, it's in a joking way. Right. So I think about it this way.
1: I'm not joking.
0: No, but no, 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 and I'm saying it this way. It's not joking, but this is what I'm saying. Cause normally like right now, Marty's at work. Right. And she's at her place and she's doing her thing. And so we get that time, but when you don't get that time, I mean, you know, when we had, cause right when the pandemic happened, we had just had the baby. So we we're going to be home anyways, then adjusting with it's different, just her and I being at home. And then you throw the kids in there and then they still have their needs and stuff. And so it's a different dynamic when you have that But to back up a little bit, when I think about you building the firm and building a team and all that stuff, for an advisor that's getting to that place where they're building team, I mean, I know having a team and having that very critical hire is is important. It sounds like you found a good hire. But what I'm thinking is, how would you explain that journey or how would you talk about that in terms of how that happened and getting someone else
2: to be able to do it? So as far as are you talking about A specific position or roles, or no,
0: no, just you as running the firm and then saying, Okay, I need to add staff, I need to do this, and I'm
2: scaling up. Like, how did that, you know, talk through that part of it? It's not easy. We've had a number of people come and go. This business is not for everyone, it's stressful, it could be tough. Our environment is very family oriented, it's kind of a small shop. So we have a lot of fun and we enjoy each other's time and go out not only you know, maybe during lunch or even after hours, we still hang out with each other on the weekends and so forth. So we try to keep that environment. But as we were building, you have to try to find the right person. You have to
1: listen to your wife on who to hire and who (laughs) not to hire.
2: That was actually, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because that is one of the things during the hiring process. Obviously, Rosa is involved with the firm. So I would make sure that she also interviewed them as well. And I needed her blessing. And a couple of times I went against what she said and she was right. Say that she's always right. But it helps even for someone like you, Emily, if Monty's not involved with the firm as of now with the hiring process, I think it might be helpful just to kind of get a different perspective. She might catch on to something that you didn't or point something else out. So it's helpful during that process. But we did a lot of different interviews to try to find the right people. Even if when we thought we found the right person, it was tough. You got to for smaller firms, you have to have the time to train them, make sure they understand what they're doing. A lot of times there's that catch 22, obviously, as you're growing, you're like, crap, I need to hire someone. I'm way over my head on this. And then you hire someone and at the end of the day, they need some sort of training, right? So they know and they can get started and you have no time to train them. So you kind of get stuck and you're hoping they figure it out. So depending on your situation, you might have to find someone that already has a lot of experience in your industry that could just Get up and go. That obviously costs a lot of money. And if that's not in your budget, you might have to take a step back. Or before you get to the point where you're overwhelmed, you might have to do that higher and say, okay, I'm going to need three months to train this person and make sure they're up to speed. So by the time we do get busy, they're ready to go. And we could just continue with no issues.
1: And even if that person is experienced, they still might not be molded the way you want them. And that's Alex's, I think, flaw. That's where he fails. He thinks like, oh, I found this perfect person. And they're just running and doing what they have to do, but it might not be the way he wants to do it. So I always tell him, like, you need to set time aside and train this person to what you want them to deliver because they might be great, but they're still not meeting your expectations or doing things in your manner. So. Yeah,
2: I think a lot of that has to do, as you mentioned, with the experience. Because if they've been working at, let's say, a warehouse for the last 15 years, and there was a way that the people at the warehouse did stuff, but you're like, Well, we're not a warehouse, we're an RIA we're acting more independent. We're not pushing, let's say, products or other stuff. You might have to undo that thinking and that could be tough for some. Or they might say, well, this is how we used to do it at our firm. And like, well, that's great. That's not how we do it Mm -hmm. here. So that can run into issues. So it's just, you have to be careful of what you were asking for. You might want a lot of experience, but there's the con side of that as well, as opposed to finding someone that's maybe a little bit newer and you can kind of mold them and shape them into what you want within the firm. And I think that goes back to what you guys are talking about, but sometimes the old habits or
0: even the bad habits, if you will. And it sounds like you guys have a specific culture that you're trying to build. And I think that it sounds just from listening to what you said, it sounds like there's a culture fit Rosa looks for, and you know there's an experience fit that you look for. And if you can blend those two, then that means you have probably a good person that a good fit.
2: Yeah. The culture is very, very important. At the end of the day, whoever that comes to be part of the team.
1: Ends up on my side. So well, then Alex. Yeah. Well, the, everyone's, everyone's
2: on your side anyways. So <laughs> everyone likes you a lot more. The point is that you want them to be part of the family. I mean, you don't want to bring someone in where you're like, okay, I just have to deal with this person between nine and five or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I want this to grow. I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to love the experience. I want them to enjoy coming to work because it's more like, At the end
1: of the day, we spend more time with our work family when we do with our own family. So yeah, you definitely want that bond. You want to feel comfortable, especially working with a married couple, Mm -hmm. thinking like, oh, they're my bosses. Yeah, Alex and I start, you know, sometimes have arguments in the office Mm -hmm. and they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, Alex, just shut up and listen to her. Mm -hmm. So it's important because that can go wrong if they don't know that we're playing around or we're messing around or we're married and we just say stupid things to each other. So Mm -hmm. it's important to find that fit that's not going to be like, oh, you know, like what's wrong with these two, or I don't know, just talk back or say inappropriate things. No, I think it makes
0: total sense. And I think I'm sitting here talking to the CEO of this company and how many CEOs have I heard talk about the work family, not the work people, not the people I work with, not the place I work, the work family, because we spend so much time with them. We want to enjoy the time. We do stuff after work. We hang out on the weekends. This is the CEO of a company that's talking like this. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because you are able to create the culture that you want. And I want the people that are listening, if they are in that situation where they want to be able to create something, remember, you are in control of this. One thing that we say here at our firm is I always say this is a boutique firm. And I say that because there's this little shop that Mighty loves to go to. It's a boutique. This is where she goes. and I'm not going to say the name of it because I can't remember. But this little boutique, (laughs) I I guess I look at the bank statement. I know what it is. But she talks about this place like they know this. They do. When I go there, I shop. And it's an experience, right? It's an experience that you have. And I can only imagine the experience that the clients are getting because
2: of the culture that you guys have created. This is awesome. I love it. Yeah. And it's helped us also create that culture within the clients as well. Like we have client events when we were able to have client events, right? And now a lot of the clients know each other and will kind of tell us, oh, make sure we're still sitting with so-and-so at the table and so forth. And they see how we interact with each other as family and they're an extension of our family. And I think that's real important to be able to do that with your clients. And they love being part of those events and coming so it's all intertwined.
1: I think at the end of the day, it comes down to respect and how you treat people. It doesn't only have to be at work. It's funny. The kids were so impressed this last vacation to bring it up. By the third day, the servers at the restaurants got our drinks, what the kids were drinking. You want a double espresso, you want green juice, you want. So we talk to them like they're a human being. We're not just treating them like crap. So they appreciate that so much that they do their best to try to keep us happy. So when we leave, it's like, you feel like, oh, when you're coming back, you know, make sure you ask for me. So, yeah, I think that goes beyond just work. It's how you treat
2: humans in general. Well, what about how you treat
0: me? Oh, this- you're not human, Alex. is. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> you're Thank you. Just Thank you. Husbands are not human. Just, after you okay. become a husband, you lose your human. Body. I always forget about that. Yeah. I mean, thanks for reminding me. Just put it out there just in case, you know. So as you guys are running the business. What other business ventures have you guys stepped into? Or have you guys stepped into anything else? Because I think you guys are more as entrepreneurs than just financial advisors.
1: I think Alex is more of an entrepreneur. He well, comes with the bright idea every day and I have to put him in place. I'm like, no, that's a stupid idea. He's like, Everything's <laughs> <a> stupid. <laughs> she squashes
2: them all, Emlyn. She squashes them all. You only need one. one good one. You only need one good one, right? Just, that's just, what
1: he just, keeps telling me. But... Yeah,
2: but, but actually maybe Rosa could talk about her wine blog. It's something that she's been passionate about and during the pandemic, we had talked about doing something in regards to wine way before. And I told her, you know what, this is your opportunity. I'll help you set it up. Like I helped her set up the blog. I'll help you take the photos. I'll help you with a lot of the stuff, get it off the ground. But she's been doing a good job. She actually likes writing and working on it. And-
1: I like drinking.
2: And she likes drinking. Well, blog. that's <laughs> the territory. So but after she drinks it, then she gets to write about a review. So
1: It's perfect. Now it gets too expensive, right? Now I get to go open up a nice bottle of wine and I have an excuse for Alex. So that's the only reason why I agreed. I'm like, great. Now he's allowing me to buy more wine. I just have to write about it. Sounds like a deal to me. And actually
2: people send her bottles so she can review them. So now she doesn't have to... So that's a plus.
1: Now you get free wine. Nice. Doesn't matter. But no, I think I've always enjoyed wine. And Alex and I had a very busy life, a lot of entertainment, a lot of dinners, events and stuff pretty much every weekend we were occupied and gosh, COVID was really tough on me. I literally will have meltdowns. I'm like, what do you mean? We can't go out. We can't do anything. So I had to do something to keep me sane and not murder Alex and my children. Yeah, drink so, <laughs> so I said, you know what? I really am passionate about wine. Why not learn and dive in a little bit more into it? So I joined these programs and I got certified and now I'm in my third level. So after I finished this, I should be qualified wine expert. Oh wow! So it's been a fun journey. I'll complete this program in November of this year, so I'm really excited, and I've learned a lot, and I enjoyed it. And yeah, like you said, the blog is fun, and and hoping I don't know. I'm hoping one day he hits that one deal, so I can buy a winery in Napa, and then yeah. you know move there. <laughs>
2: nice. I thought we were <laughs> so, moving to Mexico. So are we, we going are, different directions, six, or what's six, happening? Yeah,
1: six. We're gonna have two places. We're gonna have be there opposite.
2: Time oh, okay. so you'll so be in Mexico you...
1: for six months and then I'll go there and you come back. So I like yeah. Like
2: <laughs> Emily, you are recording this, right? Okay. <laughs> all of it. Okay. So, all, uh... all of it. <laughs> so talk to us about the blog.
0: Like what's the name of the blog? Because I've seen it, but I don't remember the name of it's
1: it. It's just Rosa Chilakian. Okay. Yeah.
0: Rosachilakian. Rosa
1: Rosa
0: okay. So rosachilakian.com. We'll make sure we put a link to that in the show notes.
1: Definitely. So every Wednesday, you'll get a Wine Wednesday, and then you get pairings for that wine. You get a short review, a little bit about the winery, the history. So yeah, we have to plan that Napa trip we've been talking about, too.
0: Yes, because that's closer to us. Napa is like right up the street. It's yes. not that far. We'll come pick you up. <laughs> Let's do it. And then, you know, the other thing is, I think I heard collaboration because you said wine Wednesdays and I've just fell off on my Wavecap Wednesdays. And so we should do like a Wavecap wine live Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes, we should do That'll that. Be Not fun. this Wednesday coming up, but I mean, we should plan that. I yeah, think I that. have
1: plans and snacks coming Wednesday.
0: But Rosa, if I'm going to drink wine, you have to wear a Wavecap. That's it. Okay.
1: Sounds okay, like so
0: Rosa's going to is gonna be in a <laughs> <laughs> <was just> like <laughs> You're already
1: it's picturing good. it, Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wave caps and wine. That's what it's going to be. It might be a hit, but that's awesome with the blog. And I know it's, I've watched you over last year, just the wine Wednesdays and read all your posts and do all that. And it was so cool because you got really creative with it. It seemed like you guys have so much fun doing it. I didn't realize you were the photographer, Alex, You need no photo cred, but it's awesome <laughs> just to see that, you know, and it makes wine more interesting for people that are maybe wanting to think about wine if rosa drinks it then you know let's and she makes it look fun let's drink it because
2: yeah and it's interesting she actually pairs it with a lot of different mexican dishes and tacos and stuff like that you would never really think of like oh i'm gonna have wine with tacos or something of that nature but she does a good job with that she's an excellent excellent cook so i've been actually blessed with that we've been (laughs) during the pandemic been home most of the time barely have eaten out or ordered food and
1: see what more do you want this is this is why
2: i put up with a lot of your craziness trust me oh so rosa could cook oh, rosa can get down. oh I, I can th-
1: cook yes
2: rosa could nice. do a lot of things she's amazing in many many different
1: i'm ways. the mexican marta stewart
2: yeah that's you you have been called that there you go nice i love it i love it so what are some
0: things that So I know you. Okay, so, yeah, we talked about the entrepreneur stuff. That's where I was going with that. And we talked about Rosa's blog. And is there any other like not necessarily by name, but other things that how you kind of expanded? Like you just didn't do the financial advising business, but you got into Right.
2: So we also were utilizing this time to expand on an idea that I've been kind of working on, setting up an online financial community. We'll create a platform and I'm working with the kids on this, which is really fun. I want them to kind of get the experience. And a big part of it is, I want it to be something that they would use themselves. You know, our kids are a little bit older. We have a 19 year old, 18 year old, and a 14 year old. And they're all been working with me on building this out and brainstorming on some ideas. So we want this to be a platform for those that need financial guidance and help. A lot of times they don't qualify to, let's say, work with an advisor, maybe because asset minimums or they don't have enough. For revenue for financial planning, or they might be intimidated, or they're a do-it-yourselfer. So
1: or so, they don't have any assets and are trying to pay up debt and yeah, get their exactly. you know,
2: work themselves. So the whole point of this is to try to help as many people as possible to give them good financial advice and to help raise financial awareness and literacy. So this platform will give them coursework, different things, and part of the communities, you know, there might be individuals like one person might want to join the platform to figure out as Rosa mentioned how to get out of debt. Another one say, well, how do I save for retirement? Another one, maybe what's the best way to save up for a house down payment? So on and so forth. So different goals, there'll be different items in there for them to learn, build with the community. And if they need access to an advisor, click a button, here you go. You can talk to a CFP, get 30 minute consultation. So we're working on that. I use this time to brainstorm meet with different vendors, different platforms. There's a lot of tech involved in this. So kind of did a lot of the interviewing process. So I've been busy working on that. Something that I'm hoping, hoping that could revolutionize the industry because there's a lot of platforms that educate and then there's other platforms that let you execute, but there's nothing that lets you to do both. So I want to kind of marry those things together. Education and implementation. Yeah. Mm Yeah. Exactly.
0: I like it. I like it. Is it going to be in the form of an app? Is it going to be like, how is it? Going
2: to... Yeah. So we're building it out. First, it'll be web-based and then we'll have the app version. Once we have the proof of concept and it's working, I'll keep everyone posted later on. But the goal is to start to get some beta testers in, to build a community, to build a platform, learn from that, and then just expand. Absolutely. I love it, man. I think so much about, the reason why I asked the question
0: is because I think as an entrepreneur, when you come in, right, you start, you build your business because you want to be a great financial advisor. And then through building your business, becoming a great, you know, good financial advisor, you become a business owner. And then once you become a business owner, then you start looking like, well, there's other things that I can do. There's other businesses that I want to run or start or ideas. So
2: that's what I want to bring it up. Emlyn, the biggest driver for me was a way for me to give back to the industry, to give back to the community since I have done this for such a long time and knock on wood, we've been successful. We have a good life. I have nothing to complain about. I wanted to always help the underserved, right? You know, that's one of the reasons why at our firm, we don't have account minimums, which will also lead to the fact that we might have hundreds or thousands of accounts, right? And that could become very hard, but as technology has gotten better, it's made it a little bit easier for us to handle that and to scale. But this platform will be something that we can now offer to a lot of those that maybe other advisors would have turned away. Or as I mentioned, they're just not comfortable or ready to work with an advisor just yet, but they need advice. And there needs to be something better than going to TikTok or Instagram to be told to buy some YOLO Tesla options or something of that nature, right? So there's got to be something better where they can get good advice at a low cost or for free, knowing that this is coming from professionals as opposed to those that are trying to sell them some product or try to sell them something that they probably shouldn't be doing. And unfortunately, a lot of times people go down that rabbit hole and then they're screwed over. And then they're like, oh, you know what? This is not for me. And then they're just turned off from investing or saving or budgeting or planning at all. So I think this will be part of what the legacy I will leave for the industry going forward. love it. I love it. I think that this is awesome. It's definitely needed. and.
0: If Alex and Rosa are working on it, then we know we can expect great things.
1: Hopefully it's that one bright, great idea. So that's
2: all, you only need one. I'm telling that's you. you all need one. Listen, she blessed this one. She actually is excited about it, which is good.
1: Because my kids are working on it. That's why.
0: So, I mean, that just increased the amount of pressure you put on yourself, Alex, because now you get Rosa, the one that you work with, but you don't want to deal with mama bear Rosa that you messed with the cubs, right? So. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. I need the pressure, man, to stay feel alive. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. So as you guys know, this is the Minority Money Podcast and we're changing the complexion of wealth. With that, I wanted to just give you guys an opportunity, each of you, if you were going to give our listeners some words of encouragement, parting gifts, whatever you want to call them, what would it be? We can start with ladies first.
1: I'd say, and this is business related or just- It can be
0: business, it can be personal, looking, but whatever pearls of wisdom Rosa wants to drop today.
1: I just say, just like you guys, we all want a better place. Be kind, be nice, listen to another, be compassionate, and give back. We are extremely blessed and we need to support and help those that are not as fortunate as we are.
2: Love it. Give back.
1: Indeed. You love?
2: Yeah. And for me, I'll I'm- give
1: back my husband too if I can. <laughs> <like.
2: laughs> it's not costly. You can't return. It's too late now. You know, one of the things that I've lived my life with. And to this day, it's helped me in my personal life as well as in business, just to kind of the golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. And it's helped so much with everything. And as Rosa mentioned, giving back, paying it forward, all of these things, I know they sound cliche, but it's just, it helps you in your life so
0: much. I couldn't agree with that more. Like, I think being a giver of your time, your energy, your efforts, obviously your money, but your time, your energy, and your efforts are so important. And I know you guys are givers of that. I think you guys are two people that I look up to. You guys are definitely someone, the uh, people that are trailblazing things in this industry. And thank you guys for taking time out of your day. The week after after vacation, even the week <laughs> after vacation to come onto the show. And it was just such a pleasure. I look forward to Wave Cap and Wine Wednesday. Whenever we can get that on the calendar, <laughs> we need to make that happen. And it's going to be live, Alex, just so you know. So it's going to be live. I love that. <laughs> So if people want to get more of this, we talked about the blog, rosachalakian.com. We'll put that in the show notes. If people want to get more of the Chalakians, where can they find you?
1: Instagram is rosa.chalakian. Twitter is rosa.chalakian.
2: Yeah, at rosa.chalakian. And then for me, same thing. Instagram, it's alex.chalakian. And on Twitter, it's at alexchalakian. And Chilekian is c-h-a-l-e-k-i-a-n. Chilechian. you
0: got it so man thank you guys this is awesome i can't thank you so much for hanging out with me for this time it was our it was our pleasure you i mean we were actually invited looking
1: forward, it, forward to it. it yeah it made it even more exciting
0: you know what we're gonna do that we're gonna okay. do that we're <laughs> gonna have mighty on with you and so just people know be on the lookout for that one because we're gonna have the chilekians <laughs> and the miles mattingly's chopping it up on the podcast soon
1: the girls are going to rule that
0: you <laughs> might regret this one Emily. actually maybe you and i should just sit it out and let yeah, them to record let, it yeah just let them I just <laughs> sit back and just spectate on that but yeah man so as you all know this is the minority money podcast i'm your host Emlyn miles mattingly where we are changing the complexion of wealth until next time take care another great showdown but it doesn't have to stop there